Hey everybody, this is another Napcast by Sleep With Me Podcast, a bite size size of Sleep With Me Podcast. Just large enough for you to hopefully take a nap too. It's uh, excerpts, I think is the right way to pronounce that word, from uh, Game of Drones episodes. If you're just finding this by accident or something, full Sleep With Me Podcast episodes that are made to help you fall asleep at night or over at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. So this is a napcast. Hopefully you're taking a nap to it. Or, I mean, you might be able to fall asleep at night, but not everybody can to them. But, yeah, ideally, we live in a world where people could take naps at least once a week. Well, I guess once a month is probably, that's probably how often I get a nap. And then, and then you, that's like a really appreciate it. If you go six weeks, you probably forget how good they are. So maybe four to three weeks, maybe even two weeks, every two weeks, take a nap. Hopefully. I wish that for you. <laughs> so here you go. And thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. This is Tommen. Uh, I don't know if you know who I am. You might, you might, might may. Be new to this podcast or the show, but my mom is Cersei, my brother is Joff, and my sister's Macella. My uncle is Jamie, my father King. Uh, <laughs> my father's King Robert, and my uncle is Tyrion. And I just came on the show because I I was on before, and if you don't know, my best friend is named Sir Pounce. He's a cat, and he's my best friend. He's the loyalist cat in the world. And no one else in the kingdom knows what I know about Sir Pounce. Sir Pounce is a hero, and he has many, many adventures. And I, Tommen, have the honor of telling you the adventures of Sir Pounce, because he's my best friend. He tells me all his adventures, and I keep an eye on him. And when I uh, talked to the maker of this podcast, he was telling me about the some of the things you covered to, on this show. And I said, oh, that reminds me. That reminds me of a tale once told about the great Sir Pounce. And it was called The Tale of Sir Pounce versus the Snarks and the Grumpkins. Now, many of you don't know... But Sir Pounce was not always my loyal advisor and best friend. And, you know, there's the King's Guard, but there's the Tommen Guard, the one that guards my heart from the evils of the world, like best friends do when we share secrets. And, well, anyway, Sir Pounce has had many, many adventures during and before and after his time with Sir Tommen. Oh, I just added that in there because I like to say say Sir Tommen and Sir Pounce, but so this this is the tale of when Sir Pounce went to the evil kingdom of the Grumpkins and had to fight the Snarks. Now, Sir Pounce one day was out minding his own business, sniffing flowers, rolling in grass as Sir Pounce likes to do, when an, an evil monster, this hateful creature named Joffkins, chased him off into the forest, and Sir Pounce 
went through a magical portal, he thinks, into the forest of dark feelings, where feelings are scary and dark, and the cruel-hearted people rule. In the dark forest, it is said, is ruled by a witch named Saint Saint Churchy, and she rules the forest with her evil witch laugh, that she laughs like she's happy, but it's scary, and it brings up the dark feelings that haunt the forest. But Sapanzi's not afraid. Oh, no. Churchy and Jopkins, they don't frighten Sapanzi one bit. Not one bit at all, Sir Pounce has no fear of them. They cannot hurt Sir Pounce with their words, or their eyes, or their hands, or their tricks. And even chasing Sir Pounce into the scary place did not scare Sir Pounce. Oh, no. But then Sir Pounce learned that in this forest lived a creature called the Grumpkin and it rides on a beast called the Snark. Soon, Sir Pounce found himself surrounded by these Grumpkins. They were not very large creatures about the size of Sir Pounce. Sir Pounce is a cat, for those of you who aren't paying attention, so about the size of a good, strong, brave cat. And the creatures, the Snarks, they ride on, they're like a rabbit, that was made into a lizard by a cruel witch named Churchy or something. A lizard-like rabbit. Quite frightening, but also a little bit cute and just the right size for these uh, grumpkins to ride on. So Sir Pounce said, Wow! And the grumpkin said, Who are you? And what are you doing in our forest? And Sir Pounce said, I am Sir Pounce. Good day to you, sirs. What do you call yourselves? He said, we are the Grumpkins, and this is our land, and you have invaded it, and you will have to pay a punishment, or a toll, or our snakes will bite off your feet, and we, the Grumpkins, will eat you up for dinner. And Sir Pounce said, well, that would be quite a sight to see, for I am Sir Pounce, I am lean, I am strong, and I am brave, and you will not be eating my feet or eating my body at all, for I won't have it. Now, what say you grumpkins? Shall it be a battle of wits, or a battle of claws, or a battle of speed? Sir Pounce does not mind. The grumpkins looked over Sir Pounce, for he was not afraid of them, and the snarks are quite scary, so they thought, and the grumpkins aren't exactly pleasant-looking folk either. I've never seen them except in my dreams. But they're not as scary as other things that are real. But anyway, Sir Pounce said, I think I have what ails you, Grumpkins, for I think about your name, Grumpkin. So you are the kin of the Grump, are you not? The Grumpkins looked at each other, and they nodded silently. And they thought it was strange that Sir Pounce was speaking at all because he was a cat. And they had never seen a cat so brave as Sir Pounce, so fine as Sir Pounce. And they said, what of it? Ah, what of it? Why do you speak of the grumps? For we don't like the grumps. And though we are the grumps' kin, they throw, the grumps throw us out of our homes. And they told us never to return. Sir Pounce said, well, that's terrible. 
where you were thrown out of your home by your kin. Is that... I've always been curious, Sir Pounce. You know, I'm a very individualistic cat. I just have a friend named Tommen, the greatest man, boy, child ever to live. The bravest and sharpest and handsomest man on earth, uh, in Westeros. But other than that, I've not needed any companionship. Is kin a cousin, or is it like a grandparent, or just a blood relative? I'm always confused. But I am not confused that they would show, show you the door, for you have no manners. And then the grumpkin said, Well, we've had enough of you, Sir Pounce, and soon the evil witch church here will be here, and she will teach you a thing or two about feeling uncomfortable with your feelings and sitting too close to you on your bedside and calling you a little pheasant boy. And Sir Pounce said, I'll have none of this talk. Now I can dance around like a bravos swordsman and teach you some manners, and I can scare your snarks away forever, or I can teach you to go back to your kin and you lick your paws. That's what it is. You're so dirty, you grumpkins. I could teach you to bathe yourselves. You just lick, lick, lick. Here, come here, Snarks. Come here, Snarks. Come to, come to Sir Pounce. And brave Sir Pounce taught the Snarks and the Grumpkins how to clean themselves. And soon the Grumpkins ventured back to the grind of the Grumps. And they said, Oh, cousin Grumpkins, we are so sorry we chased you away. You're so clean now. Can't you teach us the ways you've taught? You've learned. And soon cleanliness spent, spent spread through Grumpland, and the Snarks and the Grumps and the Grumpkins were all clean, clean, clean. And then the evil witch church, she said, Why is everything so clean in this forest? I am supposed to be the one of the center of attention and all that. And Sir Pounce scratched her on her bottom and she ran away forever. And that is the tale of Sir Pounce and the Grumpkins and the Snarks. And it is a tale of brave Sir Pounce against people that would go around and and saying, What's wrong with you, Sir Pounce? Why can't you why you you cannot sleep with your mother any more? Take that thumb out of your mouth. You'd think it was a teat. No one would speak to Sir Pounce like that. And they wouldn't say, you know, don't sleep with your sister. That's strange. You're a strange child. Oh, so strange. I mean, I'm glad you're not like your brother, but you're an ah. No one would ever speak to brave Sir Pounce that way again. And that is why Sir Pounce is the cat to uh, praise by all cats and knights alike. Thank you for this time. I'm Tommen. And I'm happy to report that Sir Pounce is licking his paws as we speak in my lap. And I'm going to give him a lovely saucer of milk. And I will take the milk right from, you know, so, and watch him drink it the whole time. The milk will be under my supervision. For Joff has said he will put things in Sir Pounce's milk that would hurt him. Because he is jealous. But that is for another tale. Sir Pounce and the spoiled milk. Good night.
Good evening, uh, Crone. Smith, Miller, Barky, and uh, Jester. I think I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. I hope I'm not. A uh, couple updates. So you know, last week I was talking to all those other gods. I hope you guys, you know, it's been a week, and I don't know if you got any of that stuff done. I asked you about, but uh, you know, I didn't wasn't doing a lot of praying for myself. So I hope that you know that. But I also, you know, I don't know if you took guys. I don't think you guys took it the wrong way. Okay, I'm just beating around the bush, okay? And you guys already know, because you're gods, that there's no goats. And I was thinking about this whole goat mission, because, to be honest, I think I, I, I lost a goat on purpose, okay? Yeah, because, I'm one, I'm scared of dragons. That's the, that's the truth. I might as well come clean with you gods. Hopefully the maiden's not listening to any of this, because I'm not addressing her. And I know, Jester, Oberyn, you're having a crack up at this one. Is that, uh, it's kind of like the whole goat thing was hard. I was a little bit scared of the goats because, you know, this is going to sound dumb, but I couldn't get a lot of sleep around them because I was afraid they'd chew my ears off while I was asleep because they eat everything. And I was trying to sleep with cover my ears then I couldn't, and then I'd see wake up, and there'd be a goat standing near me, and I feel like they were looking at my ears because they would be like chopping, you know, whatever they do. And you know, I know it's just in their nature, whatever, to eat everything. So it's one thing they did. There was times that you probably know they ate some of my hair on my head, and one one did eat my chest hair. There was time I was eating without a shirt on. So it was common sense to think that I'd try to eat my ears. So that's another reason I, I was like trying to sleep further away from them. But it's really because I'm afraid of the dragons. So you got to be like, okay, well, what's catch? What are you praying for now? What do you want? You coming back to those boots? No, I'm not going back to those boots. I'm still your top um, person, crone. You're the, you're the best. Don't let anybody take that away from you. And I'm here promoting you. And I'm trying to have a positive attitude with people. I'm like, oh, you know, may the crone be with you. Oh, if you, maybe I'm becoming more of a, yeah, I guess I'm, the last day or two I've been trying to talk about you guys and it's kind of been weirding people out. Like, are you, are you familiar with the uh, Smith and the Miller? Do you practice the uh, old gods or the new? Because I do both, and then people usually, you know, take off. But I thought that maybe it was because I stink. So here's what I'm thinking. Now, it's going to sound crazy because, you know, I'm afraid of the dragon. But that thing breathes fire. And, I, again, maybe there is a part of me that has a heart. I didn't want the goat. Like, I was, like, afraid the goats would get hurt. They did not seem like the, the drills I did try to roam with them. They did not seem like they were going to pick anything up to learn. Like the ideas I had for bringing them into battle and getting them in the Khaleesi's army. Fighting dragons and breaking chains. 
wasn't going to work. I mean, just be honest, clear, straight with you. But this one I'm thinking is uh, we uh, – I know there was a lot of stuff about the, with the drowned god last week and taking some vengeance on the Boltons and the uh, the Clegane, Mr. Clegane. So I don't want you guys to worry about that because I'm going to keep that on hold, like going for vengeance until I, I'm done. So I've been thinking to myself, like, what is the best way to bring glory, the almighty glory that the Crone, Miller, Smith, uh, Barky, Tree God, and uh, the newest guy, the Jester? You know, what's the best way to guys bring you guys all glory? I hope I'm not forgetting somebody. I know Miller, I kind of forgot you last week. I apologize again. Without, you know, if we can't stop a dragon and then work for the Khaleesi... Plus, I was like, man, we're not. I was kind of wasn't being realistic because I was like, how am I going to get all these goats against the narrow sea? Especially considering I don't even know where the narrow sea is. I'm not good with directions. I forgot to mention that in my initial first prayer to you all. Um, but yeah, so I've been on it though, trying to brainstorm of like, you know, how can I, you know, what, what are we going to do to make people, you know, say, well, you got the. Uh, Father, mother, warrior, those gods, yeah, they're, eh. But that crone, oh, I love the crone. She's the goddess of all the gods. And then my second favorite, or just as equally favorite, is that Miller and that Smith. And Bar- I mean, Barky, you're kind of set because, um, well, maybe you're not set because you, well, Barky, I don't want to, I don't want to embarrass you. This is not a, this is not, this is constructive criticism. And I think I brought this up before. Like, can you, we need to get you some happier faces. A lot of, a lot of studies out there about smiling. And I think if we could work on um, getting your faces more smiley, the tree faces you have, that'd be going a long way. Because people already like trees to begin with. So, like, Barky, look at, like, like, how nice it would be if you're sleeping under a tree. And then you wake up and the tree's smiling at you. Maybe, you you know, so if you could talk to the trees about that and whoever's carving those faces. Um, oh, I, that's what I'll do. Well, no, I don't know if I should be carving faces on trees because I don't want to be the one that they get met. You know, I know the children of the forest were on that and then the handles or somebody. But that's something. So that's Barky. That's one thing. But just, like, have your people at your next meeting bring that up and or, you know, smote somebody. That's frowning, and that'll teach him. Okay, Jester, um, I'm almost afraid to talk to you because I can just see you sitting back there writing your poetry, thinking about your polyamorous lifestyle, and maybe you're getting some of that in your, uh, but you always had this kind of smirky, smirky grin on your face, Oberon. And so I just want to, you know, get Get on the same page. I'm fine with being the buddy of jokes. Um, as long as we're like, as long as it's not you're bullying me, okay? And if you're bullying me, you've heard what I'm capable of. And I'm not, I don't give gods idle threats because I know you're gods and I'm just a man. But I, you know, I'll get up there and I've got a, you know, Bruce Bolton. Fancy fiction time machine powered by Flay Men and the ruin of Bruce Bolton. So I'll come up there, Oberyn, and I'll put the uh, 
you know, I'll take your jester hat and I'll do some stuff to it and, and you win it. And I know you're like the viper. But I got a couple, um, you know, I don't know. And hopefully your head is re back to normal because I know you're a handsome man. I'm comfortable saying that you're a handsome man. It's not bothersome to me. Um, I mean, I'm jealous of you, to be honest. And again, I just want to make sure you're, you know, I'm not interested in the maiden, so don't get go after her because I'm interested in her. But I think it'd be funny for you to make fun of me when I'm with the maiden. You know, you could crack jokes, but I just don't want to be bullied. And you're not the bullying type, I know. So you can laugh at me, you know, you can like dump some thunder on my wagon or, I mean, you can have a go bite my ear, but just don't draw blood, nip my ear. But yeah, so that's it. But, you know, I don't know if you even need any glory because you're like glorious to begin with. But if you could, you know, maybe you could help me out with the planning for these other gods. I know they're probably listening in. But I mean, now that the goats are gone and well, they've been gone a couple of weeks, but, you know, I don't really have much to do. And I don't have any good ideas about what to bring the glory of the gods deservedly you need. Uh,. Yeah, and there's, like, people are so spread out. I was thinking, um, well, I, I was thinking we could have a festival, but I'm not good at planning festivals. So, you don't know what to do, God, so I guess I'm just praying to you for guidance, Crone. You're supposed to know my fate. How about filling me in on what's next? Sweet Crone, I just want to do right. And, I mean, not that and do you in that way, but if that's what I need to do. I'll be willing, uh, you know. But yeah, Crone, I'm here for you. Guide my eyes and my heart and my mind. Uh, Smith, um, you know, forge me, forge my, uh, you know, personality and stuff in a fire of steel and alloys. Miller, grind me up, grind my past up and, you know, bake me in a cake as fast as you can. And, you know, I'll chase down that gingerbread man, roll me and pat me, mark me with a thing, you know, as we said before, and I'll be there to serve you. Just let me know if there's any bread, I mean, if there's some bread-related problems, uh, I could get on that as long as it doesn't, I'm not good at gardening or harvesting stuff. So, prefer, I don't, it's not the work I mind, it's just the that work, that kind of work, so don't count me out on that. But anything else, you know, let me know. Yeah, if there's any. And Smith, I don't like hot stuff because I don't pay good enough attention. I always end up getting burned by accident. I, you know, walk into the hot thing or, you know, turn and then my hand's still hanging. So count me out on But if there's like a, you know, there's somebody uh, degrading this, your Smith, Smithitude, I know the warrior, again, that's what I'm here for is like sick you being degraded, you know? So that's that. Barky, we covered it. Smile more. Um, if there's any tree, other tree-born problems, I'm here. I'm, I'm ready to roll, people. The only thing I'm doing is, you know, practicing my moves on the maiden, which you've probably been watching. Jester, I know you've been watching me saying, so again, if you see the maiden, tell her I didn't tell her I said what's up, but that you know I'm busy. And Crone, you know, tell her I'm in love with the Crone. Crone, don't worry about it. It's just a you know cover story. 
But that's it. You know, I'm your loyal servant here, and I'd like to do some serving within reason. Um, again, I haven't heard from the fake hound, which is nice, so I should I show some gratitude. I'm gratuitous for that. Full of gratitude. Full of gratitude for, um, well, I haven't eaten in a day and a half. But uh, I'm not worried about it again. And again, like, I got these sandals I made myself. They give me a lot of blisters. So, again, you know, if you find a refurbished pair of green boots with a gold trim or the inlet, whatever you call it, the decorative gold stuff, and then the fur that's removable, um, in case I got to do some ranging into the north, I thought, you know, those boots would be handy. Horse would be cool. No goats eating my ears. Uh, that's it. I'm just serving. I'm, I'll be here. I'm on hold for you people, you lords and gods, goddesses. Um, that's it. I'm going to be here. And I'll just be, again, like doing some, um, I heard somebody say mind mapping. I'm not sure what that means. It was someone selling mind mapping scrolls. Um, and I said, why are you so, so tell me more and say, oh, well, this will help you, uh, you know, help you solve all your problems and become a rich person and successful and uh, all this stuff. And I said, really, those scrolls, the mind mapping scrolls will help you super. I'm like, then why the hell are you driving, walking around from town to town selling scrolls? Uh, maybe that, oh, yeah, this is it. And then I, I, me and him yelled at each other, how about that? How about I get righteous for you gods? I know I can I can catch up with that guy because he was a little bit gimpy. And then he said, you know, I, I need to mind map my attitude. And I said, I'll mind map your face. And then he told, you know, he pulled out the goat card. He said, you smell and look like a goat, which hurt me. And I said, I'm not going to waste my time with you. But a couple of people were chiming in. They're like, yeah, why are you selling scrolls, teaching people how to mind map to make money? Instead of just making money yourself. So maybe, how about I'm righteous and I can invoke you guys. And I know righteousness, you know, I'm not a total fool here praying to you all. I mean, obviously, I picked you guys. I didn't just go with the glory gods. Or, you know, I'm just not, I'm going to reeve eventually, but I got a time machine for that. But what if I do some righteous, um, vengeful acts or, you know, just shaming, uh, you know, in your guys' names. I could do it with a jester, like one day I'll do a jester flare. Another time I'll beat someone with bread. Another time I'll, um, I don't want to, you know, do anything with, like, burning metal because I would have to handle that. But, you know, I could just hit them with a piece of metal or something I could find. And then crone, I could hit them with a cane. Or just give him, you know, Crone, I'll just give him a good talking to in your honor. You know another thing. These scrolls. So I'm going to get that scroll guy. If you guys don't want me to do that, let me know. But otherwise, I'm on the path of righteousness for you guys. So that's it. I, now we have, that's why I pray to you guys, because I have a different direction now. When I, when I decided to pray to you, I didn't. I still have those boots, but not a thing, not important. Uh, I mean, that guy selling scrolls, he didn't even have any boots. He was barefoot. A stomp on his feet. That's what I'm going to do. 
So yeah, I'm on the path of righteousness. I'll be him. You know, I'll, I'll choose my battles wisely. I'll make sure it's people that are real dirts. And, you know, I'll just decide who's dirtbags and who's not. But uh, I'm sure I've got good judgment on that. My judgment's sound, right? So that's it. Um, no barky. Yeah, I can be righteous. If if I see anyone touch a tree, I'm a poof, man. But, yeah, maybe I'll switch them for barky. barky. That's it, God's crone. Thank you. Uh, all, all glory and wisdom your way. Smith. You know, Iron Strong, Smith, Miller, hardiness of uh, fullness of nutrition, Jester, no, I'm going to be foolhardy in my righteousness in your honor, Barky, uh, you know, guide me with some connection to this earth that sustains us. You know, God, that's me checking out. I'll be around, but I'm, your, as always, your humble servant. Good day.